All right, competitors, what comes first? Do people hear you tell them what standard they should be performing up to, or do they see you modeling it first? Leadership ain't just lip service, so contrary to how most managers treat life today, contrary to how most people on social media treat life today, leadership is a lifestyle first. It is action first. It is lips and talk and all that nonsense second. I grew up in the small East Texas town of Jacksonville, population 13,000. I remember the one thing about this small town is my dad had this uh, Diamond Phillips Conoco 66 gas station that I would work in as a kid, like seven, eight years old. I was in the stores. I was cleaning the parking lots. I was cleaning the dirty gas pumps. I'd stock the cooler. Like that was what I would do on Saturday mornings and on summer vacations and on breaks before I would go out and play with friends. I hated every single second of it. But I was cheap labor, and, and for my dad's credit, he knew it was an opportunity to prove and teach me, I should say, work ethic and the importance of showing up. But one thing it never really clicked with me at first. See, I, I would be at the store, I would be bagging ice, I would be stocking the cooler, I'd be doing the work, and I would see my dad jump in and start doing things around the store. Now, now, mind you, it wasn't just the two of us in the store. He still had a full-time employee that was at the register selling cigarettes or lottery tickets or sodas, you name it. But he would still jump in and bag ice or stock the cooler, and I never quite understood it. Didn't he pay people to do that? Wasn't he, for that matter, paying me to do a bunch of this stuff? And so finally, one day after seeing him do this time and time again, and it just not clicking, I asked him why he chose to jump in and do these little things instead of just telling his paid employees to do it, instead of just waiting on me to do it. And I'll never forget, he told me, I have some incredible employees who can do this work. But there's many times in life, Jake, you're going to learn that a leader has to roll up their sleeves and get in there and do the work themselves. Like if I'm going to ask those people to do those things on occasion, they need to see me doing that work. It was that moment that he taught me the importance of modeling the standard for your team, modeling the standard for your family. My dad shared it, it really doesn't matter what position you're in, whether you're the CEO of a company or you're the newest intern hire. Leadership is first and foremost how you live your life, how you show up. Once you've started to model that high standard, then you can expect your team to meet that standard. Most people have it backwards. They assume because I have a certain title, because I have a certain position, I can just tell you all what to do and then I can go live in a different manner. I can go live a different way. I don't have to meet the standard you do. You work for me. And that's ultimately a culture killer that I've seen more than one occasion. Great leaders, on the other hand, are not too arrogant to roll up their sleeves, to sweep the parking lot, to jump in and help the team where they're needed. Because as my dad told me, if I'm going to ask my team to do something, I need to show them that I'm willing to as well. Nothing is beneath me or them. See, that's the standard we want to have as leaders, as competitors. Whether you're a manager right now of your team, whether you haven't quite gotten into that leadership role, maybe it's, it's in the gym. Maybe it's with the people you work out with. Maybe it's with your family. Are you guilty of telling them to live up to a certain standard, doing a certain thing, but yet your lifestyle says that you're doing the opposite? You're not quite at that own standard. Parents, you probably feel this as you, you tell your kids to do something, but if they watch you, they see that you don't do it. 
that you're not getting up when that alarm first goes off and keeps hitting the snooze button, that that you're going out and partying and, and taking no responsibility for actions, yet we want them to. Now, this is not to point fingers. This is not to call you out. This is to call you to question, do your actions line up with the standard you're holding others to? Because if it's not, you're either going to have to change the standards you hold others to or change how you're showing up. I talked about in my book, like one of my most rock bottom moments when I was drinking a lot and I wasn't working out and I was just kind of trying to drown out the pain of a, a relationship that had gone south that I was still talking about all these things I wanted to do and I was still telling people I was going to do this and still expecting, honestly, other people to live up to this high-achieving standard, even though at that time I wasn't. And it took a conversation with my best friend who kind of had to call me out on it and said, you need to change the way you're living or you need to change the way you're holding everybody else to live, the way you're talking, the way you're setting goals. Because the two aren't aligning. You're telling people one thing and you're living a different way. Eventually, what's in the dark gets, comes out into the light. There's no way to hold the secrets and to live one way and to tell other people to live another way or to manage people in a specific standard and you try to do something else. It just doesn't hold up. All it does is make you look like a hypocrite and eventually kills the culture, whether it's in your home, your gym, your office. Leadership is about modeling the behavior first, setting the standard by how we show up, how we live, how we compete, and then asking others to meet that standard. It's not about being perfect. You're not going to be perfect, but do you own your mistakes when you fall short? Do you admit those times when you've been less than perfect to those people, or do you point the blame at everyone else? Do you admit when you fall short, get up and keep going again so that your team, your family, your friends see that, you know what, failure is going to happen to all of us, but I'm going to get up and keep competing and keep going and finding a way to get better. I'm going to model the standard that we compete and this is what it looks like. Or am I just going to tell other people that I compete? Am I just going to tell them that they should compete and I'm just going to play the easy cards and go the easy road and not really push myself? You're selling yourself short. You're selling your ability to make an impact short by doing that. You're robbing yourself of opportunities to influence and impact others for the better by doing that. Too many managers today feel that where they are entitles them to boss people around and live a completely different way. And all they're doing is losing influence, losing their impact, losing their ability to help because they only care about themselves. They only care about how they look instead of what standard are they living. Who wants to follow the person that's constantly talking about one thing and then behaving in a completely separate one? Not champions. Not you listening to this. You can tell your team, you can tell your friends, you can tell your family what the standard is, that they need to live up to it, that you're going to encourage them and challenge them to meet that standard, but only after you have first modeled and lived that standard for them. Let them see you before they hear you. Let them see what greatness looks like before you tell them what they need to do to get there. Your walk talks louder than your talk. Are those that you're in community with, that you're in life with, are they seeing your walk first or are they hearing your mouth? Set the example by how you compete and then worry about what you're going to say later. I'm cheering for you, competitor. Go win your day.